min-maxing. Min-maxing for melee damage specifically. Mantis, Mantis Shrimp is the fucking god hand of the sea. <laughs> and then the Pistol Shrimp as well. Which I think the Pistol Shrimp also has, like, a according to the meta, an additional benefit over other crabs. Crustaceans. Crustaceans. And also, like... Uh, depending on what build you go, you can get the perk that allows you to live forever, so long as you don't die from combat. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Oh, there's, no. there's many things that I'm like, you know what? I can understand the, the the value in that one. This one, I'm having a little tough time being like, I'm going to put my resources into making these videos. And it's really funny because he keeps whips like he he combines all the terminology between Super Smash Brothers melee. Because he has like a tier system, uh-huh. and like he mentions a grab game, like crustaceans, for example, have little like little snip nippers. Snip nippers. Um, and they are really good for like for a reliable grab game, but they're also uh both good against cr- uh, crush resistance and slash resistance because they can do both. So if someone has like armor, he can. I mean, if someone has armor, he can crush them, and if someone has like skin, he can just be like, all right, I can I can cut through that. But does he have the the DDD grab down? game like uh, that 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 down grab chain is lethal as far as i know currently on the uh on on the meta list right now for those series of videos the only one who has an infinite grab uh or a a zero the death grab game is uh crocodiles uh-huh, slash uh-huh. alligators yeah um and octopi that is fair yeah no yeah. squids uh, no, no squid Oh no, they, they they also covered squids. In fact, they did a uh, comparison video of like, all right, so if you want to go the invertebrate route, do you want eight legs or ten legs? And that's essentially the you know octopus versus squid. And then he lists like, oh, if you pick the ten legs, you also get the abis- like the additional beak perk in which you can pierce armor with. Octopus have beaks too. Octopus have beaks. Yep. Hmm. I think I don't know. I think I just like have paid attention because also playing like TF2 at the same time. Probably. So. I um, had to dissect a squid once, and uh, like they both have beaks, but I, I dissected a squid, and like they wanted to open up the tube and look at this thing, look at that thing, and I was like, "Cool, we're done with this." And the next thing I did, obviously, was extract the beak. It is very peculiar. I'm not sure how the beak works in the mouth. Well, it's just like a hard fucking thing, but it's in a very squishy, gelatin-like body. It's also actually pretty sharp and hard to actually, like, it has a lot of power to it, because trying to open that thing was relatively I difficult. assume there's a lot of, like, muscle, semi-muscle going on in there. Yeah. And it also it's has very, to be, It's very dense. It also has to be flexible. Like, could you imagine if a octopus uh, grew a beak that's too large for, like, him to fit through stuff? That's... That's unfortunate. unfortunate. That's, like, yeah. that's like a dude with an overly large penis. It's, it's just, just, like... I, I have a lot of perks with the ladies, but, like, I... Even can't, then, sometimes can't buy pants. Can't. Yeah. Like, like so, so, so you can only get so far with, with some, yeah. Like some of them just like, oh hey, no, like a third of that's gonna fit in me, and I'm like, oh, that's that's so sad. Yeah. I mean, the person in question is just like, oh, that's that's unfortunate. You just go to back root and then just like put it all in there. There you go. <laughs> I want to feel your fucking small intestine. <laughs> pretty much. I've seen some pretty fucked up things in my time. So that's gross to me, right? Like. Ew. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, the the fifty fifty Reddit is a very interesting Reddit. Mm. Yeah, no, I don't think I. I uh, maybe maybe I'm just boring, but like tradit. I don't know. Something about that just feels iffy to me. <laughs> if it's gonna be anal, it's gotta be painal. <laughs> hey, don't don't wreck your rectum, please. <laughs> Um, 
Don't erect your rectum. Don't don't wreck your rectum. I mean, yeah, you gotta you gotta check your rectum before you wreck your rectum with an erection. Dumb. The kingdom of erections. Erection dumb. I am king <laughs> of the erections. Great on dongs, bad on slogans. <laughs> In fact, he has an aver- like a very below average sized penis. He's just a dick to everybody. It's unfortunate. Also, we don't know. Like we're great on signs too. This is still the same sign. I don't know why you're still reading the same sign. It's very large. We've run out of wood for this one sign. All I mean, our houses are made of concrete. Now, now we have to paint very, very, very smallly. And it's really hard with a fucking pencil paintbrush. And the fact that you're still reading this means we did a good job at this sign. Also, I'm running out of paintbrushes. Could somebody get me more, please? Okay, thanks. Uh, why did you, like, my assistant wrote that. I didn't write that. I'm not particularly sure why, like, we're recording this right now. Population 203. <laughs> <laughs> Just way at the bottom in, like, .001 font. Like... Um, so still in cursive, impressive. Still in cursive. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna say something, but I totally forgot it. Yeah, no. Shit. So we're talking about the like erection kingdom, yeah. like. Um, so I saw it just prior to watching this. Yes, might as well just just go fucking barreling into this because I don't, I don't think how... we had any topics at all. Oh no, definitely not. How was that? I fucking loved it. Is it okay? So there was the it movie before. Yeah, the the mini series that they made into a movie. Yeah, and then like now, uh, did they adapt the Stephen King novel? Or did they do more stuff with it? It was less the Stephen King novel, more so the mini series. I would say that makes it make... automatically better. Yeah, unfortunately, even the mini series sucked balls. I don't care what anybody says. The only thing that was good in that movie slash TV series slash movie series whatever is Tim Curry, and. I have a weird relationship with Stephen King, especially, like, the miniseries based on Stephen King books. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, you just, like... Okay, here's the thing. Mm. Here's the thing, right? I don't like Stephen King. I hate him. I, I really hate him. I can respect how much work he's put into his shit, and I respect all the people that, like, actually like it, because, you know, art is subjective, but I, th- th- they're just really boring to me. <laughs> Eventually, like, you just kind of, like, call the shots, and all the shots that, like, you couldn't possibly call are just bizarre. There's this one guy whose name is escaping right now. I don't think it's Stephen Moffat. It might be Stephen Moffat. I don't know. It might be Stevens. But he's uh, the guy who does, like, most of the writing for Doctor Who. Like, Stephen King and this guy has the same sort of issue. So he's also the guy that wrote Sherlock. What? Moffat. No, that's um, Arthur Conan Doyle, I think, isn't it? I know where to look this up. We'll look this up afterwards. But like, I, I had I had a name in mind for that. I might also I don't know. Well, we'll we'll, we'll figure that out. Um, anyway, like, so he like they have great concepts. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's Stephen Moffat for Doctor Who. Um, good concepts. Really good concepts. Yep. Like um, now I have to look it up. Hold on. I, I'm pretty sure it's Arthur Conan Doyle that did uh, Sherlock. Stephen Moffat was the guy who did uh, Doctor Who. I just looked that up. Hold on. And. Um, <laughs> So yeah, we're like Stephen King books. They're garbage. Like I don't even care what anybody says. They're they're not good books. They're they're high concept, which is cool, but the writing falls flat. And then like some of his twists, like taking it for example, like all the kids run a train on Beverly. Yep. Like that's why are you writing this, Stephen King? Like this is like I know you're supposed to make things uncomfortable, but there's a certain level of like don't don't, don't like please. I don't want. Like, I'll read things that are uncomfortable because, like, that's the whole point of the thing that I'm reading. But this, like, just makes me want to not read more. Yep. Um, 
the Watchtower, another interesting concept where there's like these linked worlds and shit, and like this one guy is a gunslinger, and that's fucking cool, and he carries around a jawbone. I don't know if the movie carries around a jawbone. I didn't see that, but it just was cool. Uh, the Sherlock I was thinking about uh, is made by Mark Gattis or Mark Gattis and uh, Stephen Moffat. Oh, the the BBC show. Yeah, the one okay. that's actually really shit because it tries to be smart, but instead just makes it so like the audience can't possibly guess. Yep. What's coming next, as yep. opposed to a real mystery show that's just like, well, give you hands if you figure it out. Good job, you're a smart boy. Yeah, that is that is welcome to Stephen Moffat. Yeah, um, actually, there's a <laughs> video series online. I didn't know you were talking about the show. I thought you meant like the actual Arthur because we were talking about Stephen King. No, 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 no. It's it's fine. I'll, <laughs> I'll introduce you to like a video, uh, mainly just saying like uh, why Sherlock sucks, and effectively it just like regales. If because Stephen Moffat, uh, believe it or not, actually made some very quality work on Doctor Who when he was just a writer for episodes as opposed to the series writer. Yeah. Because he did the exact same thing for Doctor Who in that uh, he made the Doctor... He made it all about the Doctor as opposed yeah. to the adventures. And then Sherlock did the exact same thing in which the concept was great. In fact, the pilot episode was better than the entire series. I love the pilot. I don't know why I haven't seen more. <laughs> I have the entire series. And then, like, apparently Sherlock just decided to be, okay, so here's the thing, right? We're going to make it all about how smart Sherlock is, which is kind of the point. Like, yeah. Sherlock's a smart boy, but... That's kind of the, the clincher with Sherlock. They kind of ruined all the tropey tropes with Sherlock in that, uh, for some reason, they made... Mer- uh, like, Moriarty? Yes. Okay, Moriarty, um, his villain is tied to everything, as opposed to just being sprinkled into the story. Like, I think a good Moriarty is, like, he's not the linchpin of every fucking mystery... But he should be, like, just in the background being like, oh, he's doing that, mis- like, he's, he's solving that crime. Well, I know that, so I'm just going to send, like, a fucking hitman to fuck with him or something. And so, it's like, that- there's not a single mystery in the series that doesn't revolve Mara Moriarty? Uh, slightly. I think after... This is this is more swirly territory. I don't know if you want to actually watch it. I mean, I do, but at the same time, it's going to probably be a while, because I also have oh, other no, things to watch. It's, it's fairly, fairly difficult to watch so i hear i haven't actually watched it personally but like so moriarty spoilers i guess spoilers yeah, spoiler. uh, moriarty dies fairly early but here's the thing the only reason why they tried to get people to watch is because they brought him back like what okay so here's the thing there's a lot of uh i guess pre-recorded messages that moriarty like put out and in fact, the only reason why he he dies by killing himself in front of Sherlock, which is even weirder to think about, to fuck with Sherlock, like the only thing that this man could possibly do in his spare time, because apparently he has like, again, he's the linchpin to every crime up to that point. Did and he, he killed himself to throw Sherlock off his trail or some shit? He killed himself in front of Sherlock. Like with legit, a gun. Like ultra dead. This isn't like stage magic. Shot him himself in the fucking, like, gun up to Temple, shot. Because, like... And then, season two is like, oh, but, uh, guess who's coming back? It's Moriarty. No Moriarty. Uh, season three, oh, guess who's coming back with a fucking radio message about how he hacked the planet? Moriarty's coming back. No Moriarty. Season four, no Moriarty. And, in fact, it got even worse because it started to, like, stylize itself towards Sherlock Moore and other, like, useless tad as opposed to actually focusing on the fucking mysteries and adventures. They also fucked up a little the like the smaller characters. Like for example, uh, Watson's wife was always like a kind of a bit character, but yeah. she had her place. Like she had the uh, like effectively 
kind of kind of a kind of a like a wifey role, obviously, but like it also she she was kind of the linchpin to Watson and and Sherlock's like uh, relationship. Yeah, like. John, like uh, Watson was like, all right, I can hang out with Sherlock and be kind of berated by him, but I also have a fucking wife that I need to go to, so like we should probably wrap this up fairly soon. Yeah. Um, and then like, can you can you fucking guess what they did with like hearing upon the uh, the Moriarty thing? What did they do to uh, Watson's wife to make it like kind of kind of dumb? What 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 dumb shit that they make Watson's wife do in the series? Now that you hear that, like, Sherlock is the main focus because he's a smart boy and you can't possibly be as smart as him. So, effectively, all the clever shit they try to do is not clever because you have no chance to figure it out. And also the whole Moriarty shooting himself in front of Sherlock thing. They don't... Okay, so pretty much Moriarty's jigsaw at this point. Yep. So, like, is Watson's wife some sort of, like, pighead-related thing? She's a fucking super spy. Yep, alright, cool. Yep. (laughs) Pretty much. Uh, there's also one story in the original books that a lot of people use this character. Uh, she effectively was, like, the, the woman that duped Sherlock, essentially, mm-hmm. in that um, the Duke of... She gave him AIDS. Got him. <laughs> Figure yourself out on this one, Sherlock. You know, I don't even need to say anything on this point. <laughs> I can't remember her fucking name. But, like, uh, effectively in the original book... Sheelock. This is just a fucking, like, He-Man something. <laughs> Probably. It's really fucking terrible anyway, Stephen Moffat. Fucking asshole. Continue. Okay, Stephen Moffat's good at concepts. He's just really bad at writing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... You know, I don't even need to get into this character because you probably already know what's going to happen. She tries to fall in love with Sherlock, but of course he's too smart for her, but she decides to do, like, the whole, like, Sherlock thing and that she's trying to... She's essentially trying to Moriarty this... And then Sherlock's like, what? no, like, I, I, I just want to kind of do my mystery thing. And then, like, uh, she's just, like, for example, one scene where she introduces herself, she comes in naked so that Sherlock can't read context clues from her, like, at all. And it kind, it kind of works, but also kind of shows, like, whether, like, it's kind of ambiguous as to whether or not Sherlock is actually, like, butt buddies with, with, with Watson. Like, it's the whole entire, like, contention of a lot of some of the fan base. Which is also really weird because they have a, a huge fucking fan base who essentially made up a secret fifth episode of the fourth season based on another show that Moffat was involved in uh, and some context clues from the show to make sure that the downhill writing wasn't actually downhill. It was a fake out for something great. People are desperate. People are desperate. <laughs> it's like Undertale in which, uh, <coughs> you know, they want to they hook up with that goat mom girl. Like the... Uh, oh, God. Um... <laughs> I watched Doctor Who. I don't think you really you've watched. Uh, I have been meaning to. I know there's a lot of great shit. David Tennant, like, all right. Um, since the new series started, uh, oh my god, what's his first name? What the, the eighth, third, ninth, ninth Doctor. His name, I don't top of my head. I can't remember. He's bald. He was in GI Joe. Uh, oh my god, I'm gonna. Was it Cobra him. Commander? Actually, I think he was Cobra Commander. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. Um. One second, I gotta look this up. Anyway, he he came in and I was like, "This guy's actually kind of cool." Um, Christopher Eccleston. There we go. Um, yeah, he was actually like kind of cool. He looked a little weird, but I was like, you know what? I'll I'll accept that. He's a little peculiar, but like he fits kind of the role of what I know when I was kind of like not really growing up watching it, but I've I've 
seen Doctor Who when I was growing up. And so I was like, yeah, all right, you kind of fit the bill. That's fine. And then um, David Tennant shows up. And David Tennant is honestly fucking, I don't care what anybody says, the best goddamn Doctor that's been fucking made. Because, like, that's, I think that's when they were in the prime of both uh, Stephen Moffat doing sort of, like, high concept stuff and everybody actually being able to write it fucking well. Yep. There wasn't, like, whatever bad stuff was in the 10th Doctor's era is just hyper-extenuated in the 11th Doctor. Yep. Because it's not so much interpersonal relationships, but you still, like, the Doctor cares about his partners. You realize that the Doctor actually does give a shit about people. And then, like, they the only problem is they focus really way too hard on one of his companions to the point where she's, like, a holy plot to Bryce... I was like, all right, that was kind of dumb. And then the Eleven series, everything kind of like starts over fresh with Matt Smith, who I probably wouldn't hate as much if the entire series was not based on his relationships with the people he was with. Yeah. There was like one of the uh, the Weeping Angels episodes for the Eleventh Doctor. Everybody knows the Weeping Angels. It's that um, SCP, like if you blink your eyes, you're dead, essentially. And I did not give a single fuck for the Weeping Angels episode. Honestly, alright, the Weeping Angels for the David Tennant stuff, that was a, like... That was actually, like, a full-on horror movie type of shit. Yeah, have you seen that actual episode? I haven't, but I've heard it's amazing. It is honestly one of the best episodes, not for the fact that the Weeping Angels are cool, but, like, the entire crazy con... Like, the Doctor from the future sends back a recording of an entire one-sided conversation that he gives to a person... And then he's talking to them through the TV, yeah. and they're responding as if it's an actual conversation, but it's just, like, like the entire thing, and it's all played out, and the way it kind of loops in around itself, the entire episode's fucking cool. How do you know, how, how do you know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm the doctor. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, shit like that. And it's like, alright, cool, this is really cool. And then we get to fucking the 11th Doctor and the, his Weeping Angels things, and then somehow they live in your eye, and they can, like, they just... Took the Weaving Angels concept and decided, oh, people like that. Let's just make the Weaving Angels even more cool and crazy and stuff like that. It's like, no, you're 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 ruining what was cool about the Weaving Angels episode because it wasn't just about the Weaving Angels. The entire fucking episode was cool. Yeah. And then like just because the angel like it gets in, uh, I can't remember her name, Karen Gillian's eye, and she ends up involved with the Weaving Angels, and she's in a problem, and they got to go rescue her, and it's not so much about the full high concept stuff as it is just save the damsel in distress and it just like that seems to be the entire arc of the series like save the damsel save uh, Rory the other guy or like Rory does some more like it's just so fucking and then we get to Peter Capaldi which fucking amazing doctor right after like the 10th loved him and great concepts Uh, the master comes back is like one of my favorite villains because he and then eventually she is always played amazingly um good concepts there but again we have like less interpersonal issues but more like the the sherlock thing like i'm too smart for you and then you're like uh yeah it's like (laughs) why (laughs) i i think it has like i I think creators like like moffat has the homestuck syndrome of so i have a lot of ideas and i flesh them out up to a half an hour and for some reason, I decided, you know oh, what? Chris Ferguson was Destro. Joseph Gordon Lovett was Cobra Commander. Ah, there Sorry. we go. <laughs> Good correction. Uh, Homestuck issue of they had a lot of neat ideas. They just decided, you know what? 
I'm gonna run this for an unlimited runtime as opposed to the hour that I can fill. Yeah. Like, Homestuck, it was 10,000 pages of bullshit that could have been compressed into a cool plot that probably would have been a thousand pages. Yeah, I think that's that was what the issue was. Like, every single episode up to a certain point was a bubble. Yeah. And another bubble and another bubble with a string running through it. Because it was just all kind of self-contained with, like, this tiny little plot line yeah. going through. Cool. Good. Co- compliments to Moffat. Like, the episodes that he did write on the, like, Doctor Who that he wasn't in control of. Like, it was written like a movie, but written in for one episode. Like, it was an actually excellent, like, like start, middle, finish. And then, like, you le- that, that left an impression because he thought, oh, man, that was cool. And even if there were, like, even smarmy moments with the writing about the, like, Doctor be- being him, you didn't really notice because it was an episode and there's a lot of conceptual shit being thrown at you. So you're like, oh, fuck, Weeping Angels. Oh, fuck this thing. Yeah. Like, that was cool. And then, yeah, they just somehow find a way to ruin it. Like, there's one episode with the 11th Doctor where... You get first introduced to Clara, who yep. is the fucking worst companion. But when she was introduced, she was honestly one of my favorite characters. Yep. She, like, they're running through, I can't remember, I, don't know, I think it was a space station or something like that. It was completely run over by Daleks, or it's a Dalek um, conversion ship. And so this one person in a control room is kind of like the last person left, and she's helping the doctor and companions kind of like getting through and everything. Uh, turns out she's actually already a Dalek and doesn't actually understand that she's a Dalek and she's actually planning, like, helping them the entire time and then eventually just says, fuck it, and blows everything up because she can't, like, she she doesn't want to accept her existence. Cool. And then they make Clara a companion later because he goes back in time and that's the person that helped me and I guess cool, she's a thing now and then she became the worst fucking companion and I hated her. That'd be cool for one episode. That'd be like, I need to find someone who can help at this one specific moment, oh wait, what about that Clara girl? She seemed like on top of it, even though she killed herself in uh, the ship, and then went back. And it's like, oh hey, remember this character? She was so cool. And she's just like, yeah, but I'm a fucking Dalek, and the, 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 like she's the only one that can solve the problem for whatever reason. And Doctor just needs to like prevent her from fucking killing herself because she's a Dalek. She doesn't want to be a Dalek. Yeah, yeah. Or if he was smart, he'd go to another existence in which she was all right with it, and then she would become a like maybe an antagonist later on because she like he he pulled her in and then like didn't think about the consequences there maybe that's a whole doctor character moment and like oh i know people that help me so like i'm just gonna be a slightly selfish per- like prick for a second and then like just forgets about them because honestly why would you remember individual people when you have multiverse travel yep yeah no. um another really cool concept when uh the master came back for like the pewter capaldi era like the, there was the cyberman yep. i was like cool love cyberman but you didn't know it was the Cybermen until, like, right at the end of it. Because, like, uh, it's kind of like this weird afterlife thing. Yep. Where Clara's fiancé, husband, boyfriend, I don't fucking care, because, like, I hated that entire concept, died. Yep. But had a way to contact Clara from the afterlife, which was actually just this mainframe that he was downloaded in. Ah. That people were trying to sell as, like, contact your dead, like, recently deceased. That's a slightly cool concept. I like that. Cool concept. Yeah. And then eventually, like, you get to see, like, his side of the thing. He's, like, living in this kind of fantasy world. Looks like heaven, yada, yada. Um, talking to Clara. And then eventually they go to the mainframe. And then, like, you see a bunch of, like, bodies and tanks and stuff around. And it's like, all right, that's pretty fucked up. And then, like, the water... And the tanks fade away, and it's, like, somehow concealing the exoskeleton of the Cybermen, and it all falls away, and it's actually, like, they're all part of the Cybermen, 
so everybody recently deceased in this mainframe is actually just a Cyberman mm. that they were conversing with the entire time. And the master's back and made Cyberman fucking things up, and it was kind of cool. I still find a way to ruin it. Because, <laughs> like, they focused way too much on the whole Clara and companion thing, and I don't give a fuck about them. It was just that. It's the adventure, not the fucking people. Yeah. yeah. And the concept was cool, and the writing was terrible. Like, you see, Moffat, you fucking shit. Uh, he also did another series, which was really weird in that it was uh, a doc. Uh, I-, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called like Jekyll or something, or it might be the other side as well. Essentially, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, but like I think I remember hearing something about this, but I never like I don't know if it got legs or whatnot. They tried to do a modern remake, and I can't remember how far they got, but they got as far to fuck up the entire plot. In which, so the whole entire point of a modern remake is like. To not kind of directly pull in the source material and to not change the origin story of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yes. So the whole entire story is one guy was like, dude, I need to make myself unnerdy just for like a second. And then he just just so happened to experiment on himself and made himself a fucking like bastard of a human being. Except a lot of the uh, modern remakes are uh, bastard of a human being means he's very suave, but he uses people. Hmm. And, like, he's very aggressive and stuff. Which is fine. Like, I kind of like that modern take of it. Uh, in which it was probably a simpler time when Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde was, was written. In which, like, the, those social norms were, like, a thing. So, Bastard would be more, like, it talks to everyone and just is, like, overly loud and shit. And then, like, it's also super aggressive. Because what what else are you going to write to make people hate this character? Whereas now you can just do it like a, a, a social thing in which you can just be like, yeah, no, he's he's an asshole. Like, he, he fucking womanizes and does all this shit. Mm. Um, except in this one, again, Moffat was involved with this, ruins everything, in that he changes the origin story. He makes it all about, like, the story you would have thought would have been his specialty because it focuses purely on Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. Like, there's a whole entire fucking thing. Uh, like, it even came to the point where, like, Jekyll was actually hiding a secret family from Hyde, and Hyde was like, fuck it, I'm gonna go there as Hyde, like, I don't fucking care, and, like, just ruins that entire thing. Like, it's an actual, like, somewhat conceptually sound in that, the, the, like, you'd expect that in modern times, like, this guy's trying to raise a family, but he also has, like, a fucking actual hawk side, um, and then they ruin it in that the government wants Hyde... And this is how... What? Okay, this, this is where it all falls apart <laughs> with that one sentence. Because they want to make super soldier clones of Hyde, but they kept failing. So there's a whole entire fucking plot arc in that entire series just focused on failed clones of that motherfucker. <laughs> and it's so fucking dumb. And, like, Hyde's supposed to have, like, superhuman strength and shit. Yeah. But the only way they show it is by slow-mo. Like, for some reason, they think the slower you go, the more momentum it carries. So, like, there was one scene of uh, trying to, sh- like, show off Hyde's, like, better metabolism, but it's just him fast-forwarding, like, doubting drinks, and that's that's really, like, it, there's no context, there's nothing. Like, the audience is just like, alright, so he's drinking a lot, like, what, what, excuse me? <laughs> and, like, again... That, that's it? I'll, yeah, that's it! Fucking Effectively, what? it's so fucking dumb! So, they're, like, what's the lead-up and what's the payoff for this? There's nothing! Like, why? Why they even just, write it? They just want a dude oh to be God. in the spotlight and him doing nothing. It's like, alright. It's like if you showed a spotlight on me, and as it turns out, it was on American Idol. And it's just like... Like, I, I had the fucking, like, ten-minute 
intro, just like, he came from buttfuck nowhere in Nova Scotia, Canada, and he's gonna come up and, like, do a thing, and I literally just walked in, like, someone gave me a beer, and I'm like, oh, fuck, you yeah, know, I'll, I'll sit and drink, you know, we could be friends, like, whatever, and then he was just like, hold on, hold on, hold on, like, uh, uh can, can I, can I, like, take you somewhere, like, I just need to use the washroom first, and I was like, oh, yeah, whatever, and we walked down a hall, and it's just like, all right, here's the washroom, uh, I know it's a little dark, don't worry. Like, it's like, oh, whatever. Like, you know, I did, we've, we've spent like probably an hour together, whatever. I'm trusting at this point. And someone's just like, hey, can you just like step over? This is kind of like a maintenance hall. And I'm like, you know what? Like, that guy must work here. Like, I saw the shirt, whatever. And then I walk in while the intro was playing. And then, bam, American Idol. I'm like, what the fuck was this? <laughs> <laughs> and then you pee on Simon Cowell. I was drunk at that point, yeah. so yes. <laughs> I know I respect Simon too much. I might pee on like whoever's the replacement for Paula now. Is Paula doing not doing it anymore? I don't think so. I haven't watched American Idol in a fucking long time. I mean, I've I've seen three episodes of the first season I only think, because it was on when my parents were watching it. I think actually American Idol is like defunct now. I think it's like got replaced by America's Got Talent. In which case, I'd pee on Howie. Yeah, Harry Mandel. He's also, like, highly germophobic, so that's, like, the best person to pee on. Well, okay, alright. Depending on what color my pee was, because it's a good antiseptic. Um, well, I mean, he's gonna freak out regardless. Oh, I'm also drinking beer. Oh, that's gonna yeah. be bad for him. Yeah. It's gonna smell a little bit. Yeah. Hmm. Actually, he's only eat some asparagus before. There you go. I, I love me some fucking asparagus. Well, actually, you don't even know that you're gonna be on America's Got Talent. Yeah, okay, alright, so here's the thing. Now that I've said it, and if any time I'm in America and I and I meet strangers, just start I just, eating. Just, I just panic eating fucking asparagus. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> just listening to stories and just, just fucking, fucking deep throating asparagus. Just like hold on, hold on, hold on. I my kids. My, my, my. Oh no, it's hard to get that. Oh yeah, yeah. No, like your kids. Yeah, no. Uh, brilliant. Yeah. But I want my kids to grow up like that too. <laughs> Uh, straight A's in high school. You, oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fucking terrible. Fuck. Like, <laughs> even the Flash did the whole, like, oh, you've got an accelerated metabolism thing very well. Because, like, they all, like, went to go get drinks after something. And they're like, yeah, cheers. And he drank one. And he's like, everybody else was kind of, like, feeling it. And he's like, I'm not feeling anything. Oh shit, I've got an advanced metabolism, don't I? Or like things like that, and they have to make him eat a whole bunch and stuff. It's like, th- that wasn't really a plot point, but like, it made sense of the story. And then they're like, oh yeah, this is a hurdle we need to jump. And then they like, lead up, a thing happens, payoff is, you know, advanced eating things, cool, whatever. Doesn't really matter. But at least there was like the whole like smooth arc of this thing had a point. No, there's no point to anything that they showed in Jekyll, or Sherlock in that matter. Uh, to a point where one of the puzzles, like, one of the mysteries was so fucking far-fetched that they kind of figured it, like, the writers, I would have thought, figured it out, like, alright, so we, I know, I know we're not supposed to, like, make the audience feel smart in this series, because evidently we Of course, yeah, no, all, all, I have... Yeah, have in that? a mystery series, we don't want the audience to guess and be involved and have fun with this series, so, um... We need something out of left wing, and we've wrote, we've written the story, and there's absolutely no way he can figure, like, even, even he can figure it out, because it's so convoluted. What do we do? Uh, fucking Boomerang did it. What? That's one of the, that's one of the, someone, someone thought in their mind, alright, we need a MacGuffin in order to make this plot 
makes sense. Boomerang. Like, and that was the that was the mystery. That was the that they solved the mystery. Someone like threw a boomerang at the guy. Australian indigenous weapon, boomerang. In fact, they made it a point to make it wood and carved with traditional, like fucking, like very decorated boomerang as well. There's nothing special about this boomerang. It was a wooden boomerang. In what that, situation can a boomerang kill someone realistically? Like, oh no, those things were meant for, like those were hunting weapons. Oh yeah, that's right. Never mind. Still, it's a stupid plot. There, well, like, if you hit something with it, it's not going to come back to the person. Yeah. Yeah. And ironically, that boomerang thing came back to the writers and bit them in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Pow, pow. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> so fucking, fucking stupid. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Fuck Stephen Moffat. What an asshole. So, yeah, that, it was a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we're talking about fucking It. All right. Yeah, because yeah, we were saying fuck Stephen King, because also high concept books into terrible books slash movies. Like, The Shining. The movie ends with, like, you know, Jack Nicholson frozen, and there's a picture of him, like, but in the past, for some reason, in, like, 1921 or some shit. It's weird, but, like... Whatever, weird concept, Mirvu is weird, the kid can talk to his finger, sure. The ending of the book, a giant shadow of a stingray floats over the hotel as they're sitting outside. Like, why? What the, why a stingray? What the fuck's the point? I think, viewing all these, like, authors and shit, I think they missed the, the entire KISS logo of keep it simple, stupid. Because, like... The really memorable, engaging plots generally aren't convoluted. No. Like, <laughs> ironically, I can't really think of one well, off I mean, the top it. of my head. But like, yeah, it. It's a thing. It's it's a creature that lives in the sewer that takes the form of a clown. Cool. Simple. There's you, no you, there's no story about the government wanting to come in and like take it in for like fucking testing and yeah. shit. Like the movies nail it perfectly. Like the the newest movie nails it perfectly fine. That like. Pennywise took Georgie. Okay, we're seeing this clown. Why are we seeing this clown? Oh shit, it's feeding on people. People are going missing. Uh, we need to fuck this thing up. Yeah, like it's very simple. Like there's no. I don't. I don't get why writers just wanted to say like, all right, so we this we this... don't need to run a train on the fourteen year old girl. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. like stick to your guns. Stick to a plot. It's a rope like. It's like a fucking roller coaster, except Stephen Moffat writes it. Like, the roller coaster goes up, and you're, like, very excited to go down in the down part. But instead, it's just another fucking queue. So the entire ride is just you going up that fucking, like, roller coaster. And then, at that point, you're looking at, like, down the ground. You're, just you're like, thinking, you know, there's cotton candy down there. I didn't really get a... I didn't get a stick of that. That would have been nice. And then, like, in order for the track to return, you look and, like... It fucking goes down real fast, and it just stops at the other queue. And I'm like, you know, I could I could have enjoyed that. I'm like, I don't understand why that wasn't the ride. <laughs> and like Stephen King is just like, all right, all right. So before they get to the loop de loop, right? We need uh, we need uh, three hairpin turns, but they all have to be in uh, separate districts, and then they can loop. They can enjoy the loop de loop. Generally, like I, th- I think it was more of an example of all right. They go down, they hit the loop, de loop. That, that's it. That's fine. So, my favorite thing to shit on for one of Stephen King's books is a book called Cell. Yep. 
Um, have you ever heard of this book? Um, does it have anything to do with a green alien? No. Uh, Maybe. What about karate tournaments? No. All right. That's uh, no. Then <laughs> it, there is a certain signal that goes out through cellular devices or like communication things. Oh fuck! It's a hunted cell phone. Fuck, isn't it? Essentially, um, that when you hear it, you turn into a fucking zombie. Like you fucking go brain dead, and then like this sort of hive mind thing kind of takes control of you. Interesting concept, I guess, you know, it, it, it's written in that whole time where people are like, oh, there's kids on those devices, they're going to ruin their brains. See, that's, I, like, that's more of a cultural thing, but I kind of I like that idea of, like, a certain frequency just unlocks something in your brain that could be overwritten or something. Yeah. Yeah. Cool concept. And then partway through, all of a sudden, these zombies can float and shoot electricity or something like that. What? What? Uh, yeah. Hairpin turn! That's like a hairpin turn at fucking Mach 6. Like, you get whiplash oh, times yeah. 10. Oh, yeah. No, you that. die. You die. <laughs> like, you turn and then you have no head. Like I can't remember if it's exactly like they shoot electricity, but like for some reason they were all just floating. Why, though? Why, though? I don't know. They can fly. The they zombie just... thing was cool. Why didn't you have to make them fly? Why yep. would you not want to be a zombie? That's awesome. Yep. No, I fucking... I, I don't get it. So and you're that, a... that was the last Stephen King book I read. Did you burn it? <laughs> it wasn't mine to burn, unfortunately. It was library, so I didn't have to own it, at least. Actually, no. Like, I don't, I don't advocate not burning books, but instead keeping it for all to see how not to write things. There yeah. we go. But l- let's just tear down all the statues, though. That's <laughs> fine. I understand with the statue thing as well. In fact, me me and a few, like, few co-workers kind of uh, joked about how Halifax specifically liked to, in, uh, liked to memorate the weirdest things. Yep. The Halifax explosion was a tragedy. Yep. Why do we have a music festival and a fucking monument to it? Like, that's the most exciting thing they've done. I want a petition for a Halifax explosion monument. I think that we should have, <laughs> every hundred years, a, a recreation. New- <laughs> <laughs> a new Halifax explosion. There's still time this year. <laughs> Barge, right? Yeah, yeah, we get this yeah, barge, yeah. go from the Halifax Harbor, we get everybody around. Everybody gets a stick of dynamite that they can throw onto the barge. <laughs> it's it's kind of like, you know, remember today, everybody gets a poppy. <laughs> and then they just float it out, and then they crash it into another barge coming from Dartmouth. <laughs> Explode so hard the rattle and they they rattle the windows in Truro. <laughs> that is brilliant. <laughs> you are so dead. That's the best thing I've heard. There's still time. It happened a hundred years ago this year. <coughs> oh my god. Oh. Holy fuck. Alright. Oh shit, no, 6th December 1917. There's still time. Let's put the word out. I did not know that I was gonna giggle at that. That's amazing, frankly. Oh my so god. yeah, we celebrate weird things. Uh, fucking... <laughs> think we have a statue hidden somewhere of H.H. Holmes with like a little diorama of his murder hotel. It didn't even happen here. I'd like to think that 
Oh, several years from now, someone's going to remember that statue and someone's going to commemorate that statue being pulled down with a statue of that statue being pulled down. <laughs> it's, yeah, the, the, the cast in bronze tearing down the statue. And here's the thing. It's going to be popular. Why? The one side that was like, no, we need the statue up. That's the history of Halifax. You're going to be like, they're going to be, they're going to be pissed, but they're going to see it. Just like, you remembering all the fucking atrocities that the other fucking, like, the left did because they pulled down the statue and blah, blah, blah. Like, this is the show that we remember shit. And then the statue, like, the, the anti-statuers are going to be like, guys, guys, guys. They, they finally recognized our greatness for tearing down that fucking statue. And they're gonna like the statue, and then like the the, the centralists are just gonna be like, I don't understand why we have statue to begin with. Yep. So like, <laughs> the only thing you don't get are the minority centralists. I am what I like to call a radical centrist, as in I give so little fucks. But like, to tear down something that's historic. I can understand, like, oh shit, he was a horrible person, but, like, I still kind of see the intrinsic value of learn to not be, in a, like, a piece of shit like this guy. So I think historical documents, such as statues, are very important in that they kind of show the era that we were in, and, like, yeah. we kind of remember the era. Like, there's value in remembering shit. Like, it's like burning, uh... It's like burning the Bible, for example. As much as I don't agree with anything about, like, a lot of the things the Bible says, or, like, the, a lot of things that a lot of people just kind of nitpick on the Bible. Yeah. Like, they cherry-pick a lot of the passages and just ignore all the rape and murder and shit. Yeah. Um, like the- but, like, you can't burn it because that's that's a historical piece. Yeah. Like, someone thought that this was real. Yeah. That that was, uh... It's, it's just stories. It's, it's literally just stories. I, I, I would love to just full-on fucking non, like, religious goggles read the Bible and just, like... I don't know, just 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 read it just to see what kind of fucked up well, shit they were thinking about. When I was a kid, um, my I think my godmother gave me like she was pretty religious and gave me uh, like a book of religious stories. Yep. And like it was a really cool book. It was like the gold on the edge of the pages and stuff, and it had a lot of pictures. So I read a like I read it front to back. So like I know a lot of these biblical stories, and it's just a morals thing. Like honestly, when you boil down the Bible, it's just a bunch of stories to not be a piece of shit. Mostly. Some of them are like, what? You punished this one guy belligerently because, like, the devil said, you know what? If you be a piece of shit to this man, he's not going to love you. And then so God's like, oh, yeah? I'll fucking prove that he's going to love the fuck out of me. And kills his family, kills his livestock, fucks him over. And then he's still like, I still love you, God. And the devil's like, that's fucked up. You fucking, well, like... Didn't the devil just play you like a fucking fiddle then, God? Like, (laughs) he wins! The devil wins! I don't care! Like, even though he loves you, the devil won! Like, what is the concept of that story? I don't get it. (laughs) But, like... I forgot that was a story like that. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, Samson... Like, I I guess... Like, the the whole story of Samson was, like, the guy had long hair, and the long hair gave him power. And I was like, alright, cool. He had, like, super strength because he had long hair. Sweet. And why did that not kick in for me? <laughs> or me, right? Fucking Christ, that would have been nice. Anyway. Instead, instead, when I walked around, I got to call a faggot. <laughs> right? Like, um, <laughs> no super strength, just super sad. <laughs> super emotions. Which one? Sad. Mostly sad. Um, so yeah, the, like the entire story of Samson is he had long hair, super strength, was super cocky for his super strength. 
laid with this woman who was like, I'm going to fucking sap you of your super strength, who in the middle of the night cut off his hair. He lost his strength. They chained him up in the basement. It's like, you fucking, this is what you get for being a piece of shit, you fucking asshole. And it was essentially like, don't be a cocky piece of shit, the story. And I get that. That's and the- then <laughs> he ended up staying in the, the thing so long that he realized he was a piece of shit. His hair grew long again because he was in the dungeon for a while. First of no, all, nobody came in to cut it! I was gonna say that. Like, no one came in to cut it! So this guy... This, okay, so we have Superman locked down in the basement. And, like, the only way he's Superman if he, cut, if he has long hair is, anyone want the barber that man? It's like, we have this kryptonite flashlight on a D battery. We're out of D batteries. Just leave them. <laughs> It's cool. Dude, I think the CBS down the road just like, no, 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 no. no. We don't have room in the budget to fucking keep Superman locked up. Where, look, we can barely feed the guy. <laughs> Super metabolism, man. Why don't we just kill him? Look, look, that, that has Again. a lot of red tape. Like. <laughs> a lot of paperwork. But yeah, Samson grows his hair long and then pulls his chains and then collapses the dungeon he's in and kills himself. <laughs> I'd like to think that guard that was on duty cutting his hair was like, your, your, your mother's name's Martha? <laughs> <laughs> so he just never cut his hair. <laughs> Fucking hate that movie so much. <laughs> That's so bad. That oh. plot point was... Stephen Moffat right that. <laughs> god damn. Oh my god. Fucking sorry, that hit me hard. Yeah. Right. That was, oh, fuck. That was explosive, that wow. I hate that movie so much. Um, it was offensively bad. It was so fucking The only thing terrible. good about the movie was a bit character, and that was Wonder Woman. And even then, it was just fucking... Oh, my God. Um, so dumb. God, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, no, the Bible. It was just literally just a bunch of stories of morals. And then everybody took it way too fucking seriously. And now here we are. I mean, that kind of makes sense. Like, back then, especially back then, no one really, like, knew how to act. Yeah. In which, to be fair... If you thought killing was bad, you're pretty much like back then you were unambiguously a good person. Like you could own fucking slaves, and you're like, I don't want to kill them. Yep. I'm just providing them a place to live so long as they work. I mean, yeah. The thing was, you will go to heaven as long as you beat your slave with an inch of his life with this like specific item. So, so don't kill them though. Don't kill. Them. No, they're not like killing them. But you can beat them with an inch. Or no, I think if like they accidentally die, it's fine. <laughs> if it wasn't your intention to kill them or something like that. Like, fucking, what? Like, you know the person who wrote this owns slaves. <laughs> yeah, no, well, most likely. In fact, I'm pretty sure the person like the person who reproduced it was a slave. You know the person who wrote the story of don't, don't wear clothing of, like, mixed fabrics? He was a loomer. <laughs> he, he, he owned a loom. He, he was just really annoyed at people, like, oh, so I got this ox fur, but I also want it weaved in with this house cat fur, and he found it really gross. Yeah, no, it's all gross and icky. He had to wash it twice, and he had, like, he only had so much water. And, like, <laughs> back, back then, the plumbing wasn't that good, so, like... Not good at all. Got, you, you pull the handle, and, like, you have to flush it a whole bunch of times, and just... Terrible plumbing. And he was like, he, he was very pushy about it too. He was like, when my fucking cat, cat ox coat down, he's just like, look, I gotta go and cure it and dry it and shit. Takes time. It's just, it is not a good series. Like, just, I don't know. I get, I get it's, the it's so funny to think about. And it's like, and that's, that's, that's the fiction people pull shit from. Like, like I, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with religion as long as you're not, like, using it to be a dickwad. I'm perfectly fine with you pulling your morals from fiction. Like, if you, for some reason, 
you get your morals from super like from Batman not killing people because you know, and then you watch uh, Bat, like Batman vs Superman, and, and then like, it makes you want to kill the writers. Yeah. Uh, either <laughs> way, um, like if you, if you need to pull those those morals out from a very ridiculous fictional source, whatever, so long as you're doing it well. Yeah, yeah. But now here we stand with the alt left and the alt right, and I am sitting here in the middle, going like, oh, "Stage is not so bad, I guess." I don't know where I am. I just don't want people to be very like overly angry and confrontative about nothing. Like if I if I walk into a place and I like make a left remark, which apparently is a thing, and like I get shit on because the room is full of like rights, I'm just like, yeah, no, this is a uh, little Nazi-ish. <laughs> like yeah, I just I can't be arsed. I just can't be arsed. No, point. like also. How can you keep up with fucking political standards as well? Like, if you were, like, what specifically designs alt-right, what specifically designs alt-left? Well, like, you, you've you've listened to a lot of, like, last podcasts on the left. Not to shout out another podcast on our podcast. But, like, you know how they go through, like, the cult stuff? Yep. And how that they purposely create a vocabulary in order to confuse and <laughs> systematically separate? Yeah, I get that, but, That's like, what they're doing. It's, it's become so culty. I don't... I understand. Why is... Why? Also, with the amount of cults, why haven't one person in the alt-right say, you know what, the right political man is not as good as me, so I'm going to make a third party, and then I'm going to make all of my flunkies uh, vote for me. Well, I mean, as far as American politics go, a lot of people have proposed a third party system, but you need X amount of seats in the Senate, you need to reform actual, like, voting things, and you can't really do that because you need to actually be part of one of the two parties to even get to that point. Yay, bipartisan. Yeah. Bipartisanism. That's kind of a damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of thing. And, like, you have to be part of one, and then, like, if you're so far in the one, why would you start over? Well, yeah, you pretty much have to infiltrate and then vote for reform, and then even then you have the opposite side of you going, well, we don't want to reform, because, like, why would we? It's worked us so well so far, right? (laughs) He lied. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? You know what? Two party systems get you get a uh, multiple m- multiple times flunked millionaire billionaire the now millionaire I'm pretty sure, and then a very very sick woman who also wants to run for president. Yeah. So you, like you don't really get a nice flavor of choice. You get a lot of angry people. Essentially, you just get angry people. You know, it's the fucking illusion of choice. People would be a little bit better. Like if they saw Trump and Hillary, and all this fucking scandal, why would you want to vote for either of them? And now there's multiple parties that you can actually think about, like, all right, so even though the majority is going to go fucking apeshit over these two candidates, at least I can put my vote where, like, something something of substance is. So, like, if, for example, America got their shit together, and next election they see buttfuck man and, like, (laughs) shit asshole woman... And, like, an actual political candidate in the third seat is just like, yeah, fuck, I'll vote for actual political candidate. Well, that's kind of, like, why the Canadian system kind of works a little bit more. Although, like, the liberals and conservatives win most of the time over the NDP bloc and Green Party, we still have the potential choice, and we have a lot of, like, local government that affects bigger government, which people are happier with, because you, you can actually kind of see the difference in what you're voting in, and... You, you have that choice. It's not like you don't want to vote for this person because you just don't like them, so you have to vote for this person, but you're still not... Like, everybody was like, well, we should vote for Hillary because we don't want Trump in the office. 
But it's not like you really support Hillary because she was also kind of not yeah, good. Yeah, then you're just doing a lesser of two evils. They had a brilliant, like, puppet candidate anyway. Like, Bernie Bernie was a good face, at least. Yep, but, like, I guess... No, they ruined it because, like, they had to go for that shitty feminist angle. And that's what fucked them. That's what fucked them in the end. Well, if Bernie stayed in, everyone, would, like, a lot of people would have voted for him. And then, like, Hillary came in, and then all the scandal about Hillary came in, and like, they, they turned a lot of people off, I think. Yep. Well, yeah, it was first off people, like, so entrenched, like, staunchly Bernie supporters, like, to the point where it was like, okay, you guys need to fucking calm down. You're pretty much writing fan fiction for a 300-year-old man. 300-year-old man who was promising uh, budget cuts in the education system for the lower class, even though he had no, no plan to, like, bring that, like, where where's that money going, Bernie? Where's that money going, Bernie? Yeah, he was very socialist to the point where it was like, eh, a little sketchy. But, however, that being said, he had a lot of backing. And then when they were like, no, the head of the Democratic Party or like vote is going to be Hillary now, people got really offended and was like, well, we don't want to vote for Hillary because it's not Bernie. For what? Fuck you, Democrats. She's sick as fuck. She has ties with the Russians. She also also wants to build a wall. Uh, Let's go to Trump. Who uh, is a businessman and not a politician. Not a good businessman. wants, Wants to build a wall and make other people pay for it instead. And, uh... Has ties with Russia. Does he have ties with Russia? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, fuck. I suppose his fucking daughter's named Ivana. Yeah. All right, never mind. Yeah, Trump. We, um, we got there. Well, have you heard about the emails that his son had with, like, secretaries of state similar or something like that with, like, the Russian confederacy or something like that? I just assumed it was a Nigerian prince, though. Yeah, no, unfortunately it was a Russian... Varian Prince. No, it's like there's a lot of back and forth between like Russia and members of the Trump family, not even like cabinet, but like the family members. I'd like to think. It's just 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 headcanon that like Trump's son had like no business like actually being a politician and like he was just speaking to the Russian like government anyway. Just just as of like a self interest thing, and then like all of a sudden Russia was just like Hold on a minute, guys. His daddy's a president. And then, like, Trump is just like, nah, we don't got time for you fucking, fucking kids. You gotta build a wall and fucking... Well, he went to Russia and banned cameras into the interview with him and Putin. Or, like, him and Putin sat down. He banned all cameras and journalists from being in there. And then was, like, three or four times longer than he was allowed to be. Ooh, there's some fellatio going on there. Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do you think, do you think America's... Do you, th- do you think America's could be written by Stephen Moffat? <laughs> I think America's written by Stephen Moffat, dude. Yeah, I think I think so. All right, let's let's hope it's not Stephen King because I don't want a fucking galactic manta ray just fucking fly over America. Well, you like now now you know how the Eldrazi like every little Eldrazi spawn is pretty much just a tendril of Emrakul or something like that. Like, yep. oh, pretty- oh, this do do all the all the citizens have like the weird swoopy hair and speak in a weird accent? I'm pretty sure. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. We were cool. <laughs> fucking oh my god, that was that was a, that was nice. All right, that was a, that was a little bit cringy with the whole fucking Emrakul thing. I yeah. get what you're going with there, wizards. But yeah, like, like I know you want the Lovecraft thing, but it's it's not going to just suddenly. All right, Emrakul itself doesn't roll off the tongue fairly well. No, like Emrakul, you actually have to concentrate in talking about. Yeah. And then like, and then having to spin it off. I would have loved if you just, like, mentioned Eldrazi as opposed to Emrakul, because Eldrazi sounds better, 
it still doesn't roll off the tongue particularly well, but at least it's like a, a, a name you can just like put a put a face to. <laughs> a weird, technically face to giant, like horizon sized, yeah face. And then she put herself in the moon because she was just like, "All right, guys, listen, I like I've stayed up all night." <laughs> <laughs> Did you? <laughs> I, I don't think I can go anywhere better with that <laughs> joke. I just, I, I look. I just want to get some shad eye. All right, so I'm, I'm just, I'm gonna go to the moon. It's a nice, quiet. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you guys later. Essentially, the story was she was upset that she was evil. Stop being evil, you dumb bitch. No, no. Let's just put myself on the moon instead. You know. I don't know specifically, like, Cthulian beings can't stop giving birth to offspring. That's that's actually some of the point of some of the Cthulian beings. But, like, Emrakul has magic, and she can distort reality? Or was that just Koza? Like, no, they all had, like, weird distortion ability. Why couldn't she just be like, I'm gonna stop pooping out Spawn and just hang out? Yeah. I can be your god. Like, whatever. I can, I can distort reality. You want fucking disease gone? I'm gonna fucking destroy your reality. Now you're anti-disease. You're a little bit tentacly now, but, like, what can I do? I mean, they still devoured mana like mad. Oh, yeah. You know what? I forgot about the whole we need mana to survive and also you. Yeah. <laughs> also yeah. all of the magic and all the multiverse. I'm sure there's, like, a battery or, like, I don't know, if... Can we have an Emrakul hero planeswalker in which she just goes to, like, New Phyrexia and just lands there and just, like, yup. I, I, I can imagine them, like, <clears throat> you know how, like, they made the, the multicolored suns in Mirrodin, the green sun, the blue sun, the black sun, blah, blah, blah. Just, just shut up on Mirrodin being like, just give me a sun. Can I just, what, one just sun, one, please? One, I would like to order one sun. I want Mirrodin to make your order. What? <laughs> Guy, I just want, I just can, want a fucking sun combo, please. No, I can't. You want to emphasize that? Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, root beer to drink. <laughs> Dude, I didn't even mention it. Root beer tastes like toothpaste to me. Can I? All right. Can I just get a coke? Coke to go. Uh, is Pepsi okay? Uh, pe- Pepsi is fine. Pepsi is fine. Okay. Look, it's not about the Pepsi. I just want the fucking suns so I can live. Yes, it's everything. Can I, what's what's my total? How much do I Guess I did like the movie Spirited Away. <laughs> no, okay. Can I offer you a apple pie today? I'm ordering Suns, no. Okay, but it's three, it's three million and fifty drinks for my Three million and fifty? What? It's a Sun! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> you would have thought a Sun would be a little bit more. I just fucking warp the reality anyway and then just forget the total and you eat the Sun again. <laughs> Why go through all that then? It's the sake of this joke. Fucking. I like to think Merida's a big McDonald's. <laughs> I mean, essentially, that's what it was for the Phyrexians. There we go. <laughs> Uh, except they came and took everything. I mean, yeah, they just kind of like, you, you know, the the. Have you seen Pulp Fiction? No, I should watch that movie. It's a good movie. This is the oh fuck it. I mean, it's the beginning of it. There, there's people drinking and like eating in a in a fast food joint, and then they just get up on the table, and everybody freeze, give me all your money. That kind of situation. Neat, neat. Yeah, 
I like Emrakul as that. I like casual Emrakul. Casual Emrakul. Just go to the McDonald's and get a fucking sun. Can I get one of your uh, mana sun combos, please? What's what's formal Emrakul? Like, what's beach party Emrakul like? How do you how do you get a swimsuit on Emrakul? <laughs> I'm sure there's a rule. Hold on. Oh, God. Oh, no. Do not look up Rule 34 Emrakul. Oh, I'm looking at Rule 34 Emrakul. That's going to be forever gone through my bandwidth. <laughs> so not happy about this. First of all, we have to take guesses. Because, like, I think there's no way you can make her sexy unless you, like, give her... Essentially, the, the Splatoon treatment of having a squid for a head and, like, a really hot bod. So, whatever that black one is. Yeah. She's cute. I like her. She has, like, the constant look on her face like she's forced to be there, though. Yeah. That, that makes me uncomfortable. Stay off the hook. Anyway. <laughs> that was kind of right. I'm not okay with this. Oh, why is that such a fucking, like, bit crushed image? But, like, yeah, no, effectively. Yep, that's a lot of, that's a lot of limbs. And just a, just a pair of tits. Honestly, I'm surprised she's wearing pants in this. It's impressive. Honestly, I'm surprised they could fit pants on Emrakul. And it's also impressive. Good on her. Good on her. <laughs> she's got those wild, child-bearing she, she, she hips. She was working out. <laughs> she worked out her bod she got less jellyfish like okay before we before we close up I know we're at the hour mark we didn't go through your dating profile oh absolutely nothing fucking happened really nothing uh, I'd say I messaged the good 12 people and they have not responded back have you added more pictures uh, no that's probably the problem not since we've spoken last shit don't worry look this takes time Part two will be next week. Okay. All right. We'll 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 give you weekly is beard sad and alone updates. Uh, As of this week. Yes. All right. Definitive. Definitive. The thing about like a lot of the dating profiles, or at least the site that I'm on, everyone lists themselves as a country girl, and I'm not particularly sure why. Like, why is that a perk? You're 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 a woman. You might have different values, but like, this is modern society. Like, please please have a job. <laughs> At the very least, my my minimum requirements now is less uh, having gams like like previous previous podcasts and more like could you just like do you have the ability to support yourself? If yes, then like I, I'm automatically more attracted to you. Than yep. anyone else. <laughs> do Do you have the confidence to uh, not be an actual utter piece of shit? I mean, if I, yes, bang please, please thanks. <laughs> um. I don't know, I think, like, I don't know, I, I, I don't really have an opinion on the confidence thing, because I don't really have that much self-confidence. I'm really just yeah. banking on me talking to a girl, and then her, like, literally just tying a rope to my waist and just, like, pulling me along with her. Fantastic. Um, hopefully that doesn't lead to somewhere bad, like the other, well, I'd say the other two, but, like, they, really they, it's just the one that's really memorable and hit, hard-hitting. They, uh, they just drag you on stage to America's Got Talent. <laughs> <laughs> You, Stephen Moffat, what the hell's going on? <laughs> and Stephen Moffat's in the corner, just like, yes, yes, it worked perfectly. <laughs> that's 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 been that's been the cast. That's like fucking up. It's all downhill from here. Yeah, we gotta go play Gundams. We gotta go play Tiny Figures now. 